Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello, I am so excited to be back for episode two of the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about finding your own personal de-stressors. Now, what do I mean by that? So we all have these different emotions that we have to deal with in our lives. So we have things like anger, sadness, anxiety, stress, Um, And we need to learn how to deal with these things. And there's a bunch of tools that are always presented to us. You know, we could meditate, we could exercise, we could do yoga, we could do breath work, uh, we could do EFT tapping. There's a lot of different tools. Um, We could massage, community. Um, So what we really need to do is figure out what works for us in different situations. So what do I mean by that? So not something that works for me isn't necessarily going to work for you. So when I am angry, I go for a run. This helps me. This helps me release the anger right away. It makes me feel better. It clears my head. That might not work for somebody else. So movement is really good for anger, stress, anxiety in the moment. Really good for that but you really have to figure out what works for you. Now, another important important step is feeling those feelings. So I was going to do a, um, a podcast about raising your vibration. And before I do that, I really wanted to talk about finding your distressors because when you're feeling emotions, it's not good to always force yourself to be positive. It's really important to feel the things that you're feeling and move through them, heal, move through them, and then move on and then try to stay in that positive mindset. So I didn't want to do the raising your vibration episode. I'm going to do that next week. I really wanted to talk to you about how important it is to move through the feelings, feel them. So if you're angry, really acknowledge it. Acknowledge why you're angry. Maybe journal out why you're angry. Put it all out on paper. Journaling is a really great way to deal with anger. And then create like a toolbox for yourself where when you're feeling certain emotions, you know what to do that works for you. And the only way that you're going to do this is by testing things out. And so I'm going to share with you what works for me and then I encourage you to figure out what works for you. And I feel like um, if we were all taught this when we were kids, it would have been wonderful. And some people were, some people definitely were, but most people weren't. And I don't believe I taught my kids this and I wish I did. So I encourage you to do it for yourself. And then if you do have children to help them figure this out for themselves also. So I'm going to go over the different emotions that I feel and share with you what works for me. So when I'm angry, like I said, movement works for me. And um, running is one of my favorite things to do. If I can't 
run or if I'm really, if I have like a lot of frustration with that anger, like a verbal expression is very helpful. And I know this sounds a little bit crazy, but it works really well. So like screaming into a pillow or just screaming, um, if you're in your car, just expressing what you're feeling in that moment. But like a really loud, hard scream into a pillow is such a wonderful release and you should try it. Definitely try it. Um, getting outside into nature. So if it's nice out, if it's that time of the year, even if it's not, even if it's a cold time of the year and the snow out, getting out into nature, into the sunlight, and just reconnecting with yourself can really help. Now, this isn't always accessible to everybody when they're angry. So this doesn't feel good for everybody, but I automatically get calmed down when I go outside. So this works for me. Grounding, which is kind of like in tune with walking in nature, but like really I sit down and I actually take my shoes off and put my feet on the ground and it just feels so good. That's why it feels so good when you go to the beach and you put your feet in the sand. Isn't that like the best feeling? You feel super grounded and really good when you do that. Um, and then the last thing for anchor, anger that really works for me is breath work. And there's certain type of breath work techniques that work for me in different situations. So anger is one where it's really hard for me to just like take deep breaths and breathe into my diaphragm because I'm so distracted by what I'm angry at. So doing um, box breathing is very helpful to me. And the way that you do that is you breathe in for four, you hold for four, you exhale for four, you hold for four. And you just keep doing that. And usually like four times is what I do, but see what works for you. Now, sadness, it's a whole different ballgame, right? You feel completely different when you're sad. So movement is probably would work. Um, maybe if you do like a yin yoga. So sometimes when I'm not feeling good, I do a yin yoga, which is more of a restorative yoga. But it's not usually when you're sad, you don't feel like doing anything. And so you need to find something that's super easy. Meditation is really nice. Listening to a guided meditation, maybe some affirmations. Breath work is really nice for sadness. Community. So some people might just want to reach out to a friend or a family member. And this is what really helps them heal when they're feeling sad. Journaling works. Um, I love journaling things out. So if I'm sad about something, I ask myself why I'm sad about it how I can make myself feel better. And I journal that out into on a notebook, um, getting out into nature, pretty much every emotion make like nature solves every problem for me. So I don't know if you're like that, but getting outside, I love to be outside most of the time. So getting outside is always helpful to me. Um, like I said, with movement, it's really, you know, what your preference is for me. Movement is not like my top thing for sadness. Sometimes, though, I just need to be by myself. I need to go inward and just give myself some time. So I call it my pity party. And I allow myself amount of time to like just kind of sit there and like feel the sadness and feel sorry for myself kind of. But I only allow myself to stay there for a certain amount of time. And it used to be a day. I used to give myself a day. But now... I can move through it so much quicker that spending a day on being sad and feeling sorry for myself feels like such a waste of time. So now maybe it's just a couple of hours. That's all it takes me. But having that pity party, 
um, is so beneficial to me. It gives me that space and it gives me the time that I need to move forward. Now, the next thing um, is anxiety. Okay. So once again, a whole different animal, it's different than anger. It's different than sadness. And that's why you need something different for each thing where there may be some commonalities and connection between these, these emotions, um, as far as what helps with them, um, different things work better for different emotions. So anxiety, something that works for me is EFT type tapping. And if you're not familiar with it, look it up. Maybe I'll do another episode on EFT tapping, but it's basically you're tapping on the different energy meridians in your body and it's helping you deal with that stress. And then you say, certain things out loud to help you deal with the stress. And it helps you just release that. So check out, like go on Google and check out like a tapping video to learn more about that. But that helps a lot with anxiety for me. Meditation, huge for anxiety. That's my go-to. Breath work, also very helpful, but just like some deep breathing. Like when you're feeling a lot of anxiety, you automatically, your whole body tenses up. Your neck feels tense, your shoulders, sometimes you clench your jaw, just you feel automatically tense. Your breath is usually short and quick. Same thing when you're stressed out or angry. So what you need to do is to slow that breath down and that automatically tells your body that everything's okay. And then acknowledge the different parts of your body. Look and ask yourself, am I clenching my jaw? Are my shoulders lifted up tight? you know, what else am I doing? Am I frowning? You know, just feel into your body and see what you're feeling and then take a few deep breaths to get out of that movement. So yoga is so helpful for me when I'm feeling anxious. Running is helpful too, but yoga is definitely, um, more helpful than running because you're combining movement with breath work. And this just really calms me down and gets me into a better place journaling work. So journaling is really important with anxiety because I could ask myself, what am I anxious about? Where is this worry coming from? And do like a mind dump exercise. A mind dump exercise is just you write everything out on a piece of paper, exactly how you feel, what's bothering you. It does not have to be grammatically correct. It does not, um, the punctuation, nothing matters. Spelling, even you don't even have to be able to reread it. Just write it out, get it all out. That's a mind dump. Very helpful for anxiety. Um, some people really like community for anxiety. So this is, not everybody is going to feel this. Some people, when they're anxious, they want to go inward and they, they don't want to go out into the public. Some people feel comforted by community. So maybe you're an extrovert and, and it, that's very helpful to have community around when you feel anxious. You make Community make, me, might make you feel safe, Okay. Uh, another thing that helps with um, anxiety for me is a media detox, meaning staying off social media, not really watching TV, um, just kind of not exposing myself to the news. So things that would make me more anxious, I avoid. Okay. So moving into the big one for me, stress. Okay. So stress is like a really big deal for me. I have always struggled with controlling my stress levels. And so I've done a lot of work and pretty much all of this stuff that I just mentioned work for stress for me. But the biggest thing for stress relief is movement for me. So um, going for a run, um, yoga, 
definitely getting out into nature. Community is really good for me when I'm stressed out because it distracts me and it makes me feel connected. So, uh, so helpful for me. Um, journaling. I also doing a mind dump helps with stress, especially before bed. You want to get all that stuff out of your head onto paper so that you could sleep well. You know, you already, you you got it all out of your head. It's all on paper. You don't have to worry about it anymore and just have a really good night's sleep. Breath work and tapping also really powerful for stress. Tapping, especially, I use tapping a lot for stress. I do a little tapping routine every single morning. I find it very helpful. It's used a lot with um, PTSD patients. And uh, I've read some of the studies, but it's very inconclusive, but it's still very useful. Like some people I say, I know swear by it. Some people are like, eh, it didn't work for me. So what I would recommend is if you've never tried it before, try it out. Just try it, but you have to give it some time. It's not like this instantaneous kind of a thing. I mean, it is somewhat instantaneous, but learning how to do it and get comfortable with it takes a little bit of time. So I would give it like a week or two, you know, doing it daily for like a week or two and then see how you feel. So I've talked about anger, sadness, anxiety, and stress. And what I would suggest that you do is get a journal or just a notebook. Doesn't have to be anything fancy. And write those things down, write those emotions down. And then think about what you want to try for each one. So maybe make a list, maybe write movement, verbal expression, walk in nature, grounding, breathing, community, meditation, yoga. I don't know if I said that already. I might be repeating myself. Write everything down that I talked about. And then the next time you're feeling a lot of anger or a lot of sadness or a lot of anxiety or stress, go to your toolbox, go to a piece of paper and try the first thing that seems to resonate with you. Just try it and see how it works. And that's what it's going to take for you to figure out what works for you. Finding your personal de-stressors are very important. Learning how to deal with your own emotions is deep level self-care that will serve you on such a magnificent level. So learning, when you learn to personally de-stress, reduce your anger, reduce your sadness, or deal with your sadness or feel your sadness, reduce your anxiety and your stress levels, you're better able to deal with difficult situations. So you learn how to respond instead of react. So taking the time to do this, although it might take some time, because every time, you know, you feel, I would hope that you're not feeling these emotions too often. But when you do, try these different things. And then when you find something that really works well, remember it. Write it down. That's my toolbox. When I'm stressed out, I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to go for a walk in nature. When I'm stressed out, I'm going to do breath work. What works for you? Keep track of it and learn about yourself. When you learn these things about yourself, you form this close connection, this self-love connection with yourself, and you automatically want to continue to do positive habits that serve you. 
So I hope that was helpful. Um, if you have any questions about finding your own personal de-stressor, I would love for you to reach out to me. My email is tina at tinastinson.com. Also, in the notes, I'm going to put a link for my free meditation, which is uh, the free meditation series for self-love. I would love for you to have this. I'm sorry about that noise in the background. The wind is blowing. It's so nice and beautiful here. Um, So definitely grab that meditation series. It's so helpful. And I will see you next week. We'll be talking about how to raise your vibration. So this is an important one. You want to stay high vibe and attract high vibe. So I will see you next week. Lots of love. Remember to practice deep level self-care every day. Bye.